When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Phil Mackey. He's a very excitable guy. Sometimes, you know, he gets off the reservation a little bit. Judd Zolgad. And he's like 200 years old. He's like the most negative dude in the world. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Unsolicited advice we deem important. You, on the other hand... Might not. Information so good, you're encouraged to write that down. From Mackie and Judd. Write it down. You like writing things down. Gentlemen, uh, what's the date today? The the 8th, December 8th. Yes. Three weeks left in the write that down season. Batting titles on the line. Slugging percentage titles on the line. And Judd has been... I'm trying to think of a baseball comp. He was like Byron Buxton first couple months of the season, but for the entire first seven or eight months of the write that down season. I didn't get sent down though. No, he kept you in mostly mostly because of your good defense, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of the Jorge Polanco thing, really. We just couldn't. Yeah. He was out of options. Out of options. <laughs> Too many previous co-hosts. Yeah. <laughs> we had we had to ride the wave. Uh so we did, and oh. uh and now you're you're sort of catching fire. Now you're not you haven't taken the batting average lead or anything, but let's go through uh, Judd's list, and then we'll get to uh, Dave and myself, the accountability session. Uh, we make predictions on this show every Friday, and we hold each other accountable by keeping track of those predictions. So, uh, Judd, you had the most things come off the board. You did say that Teddy would get into his first game on December 3rd at Atlanta. Uh, incorrect. You said the Bucks and Titans will make the playoffs this season. Titans might... Bucks ain't going to make Tampa the Tampa won't, yeah. You said yep. Otani will sign with the Yankees. How am I contending for anything at this rate? Okay. Because you said Ohio State will beat Wisconsin. Sharp single. Yes! Uh-huh. A bleeding single. They were favored. It's a single. You said Both NHL players. This is like a year and a half ago. You said NHL players would not participate in the 2018 Winter Games. And even though that was announced six months ago, we gave it some time to play out just to see, but yep. we're coming up pretty quickly, and the NHL has not changed its stance. Yes! So you get a point for that. Yep. Uh, and you said Royce will write at least two more negative columns before the end of the year about P.J. Fleck in, like, early October. And yes! he definitely, oh, yeah. like, he ripped him very much in the turkey of the year without giving him anything, and he wrote another thing, and it might yeah. be up to three now, including blog. I was going to say, between columns and blogs, I got that one covered. Uh, so you you did wind up uh, having three correct. You've added 500 this week. So All we'll right. get to your full batting average in just a second here. Nice job. It is. Thank you. You're making a comeback. Uh, it took you six months to get an extra base hit, and now you're now you're coming on strong. Comeback player of the year. I said I, I haven't had uh, a single double, triple, or home run in like a month in this game. My batting average has been plummeting. I said Tiger Woods would fire another subpar round in the second round of the Hero World Challenge. Yeah! 
He did. Mm-hmm. And I said Auburn would lose to Georgia and fall out of the playoff. Yeah. They were uh, they were a favorite in that game, so uh, a double for that prediction. A little bloop double for that, and they fell out of the playoff. Okay. Uh, Dave said Michael Floyd would lead the Vikings in receptions earlier this year. Unless you're Still really, a chance. really confident about his month of December, we're going to take that off the board. Is Tim going to quit? That's fine. Uh, Dave said Tiger Woods will either not finish 18 holes or will finish dead last at the Hero World Challenge. Oh, old contrast. These are all those forced home run predictions that are going badly. I don't find that to be fair. Oh, hey, we, we were all forced to make home run predictions. I was not in favor of that ever. Uh, Wisconsin will beat Ohio State. That's right. But Dave did say that Mackie and Judd would whiff on the trivia challenge last week. The, re- the referee questions. Yeah, we didn't come close. Yeah. Uh, and that, let's see here. This looks like a parlay. You said Keenum. This is a good one. This is a double. You're going to want to hang on to this one. Keenum will start against Carolina, and Mike Zimmer will say so the Sunday after the Falcons game. Yeah. And you needed some reporter help there because he wasn't just yep. going to come out and ask it. Pine uh, Press, yeah. And so Chris uh, Chris Thomason yeah, he asked, him, asked yeah. the question, and Mike Zimmer said yes. Nice work, Dave. Thank you. So a uh, nice little uh, prediction there for Dave. The batting averages with three weeks to go in the season, gentlemen, are as follows. Mm-hmm. Dave is hitting 400 on the nose. Oh, should, should, my. Should you rest like Ted Williams wow. was, was asked to do but didn't? Double header, in, 1941. Uh, yeah. yep. Ended at 406. Yeah, Teddy ball game. I am batting 393, nipping on the heels of Dave Harrigan oh. here. Anyone's game. And Judd is up to 284 now. Still 100 points behind, but say, oh you were hitting around 200 the whole season, and now you're, uh, if you swing for some fences and make your predictions hit before the first of the year, oh, I am, you could do you know some, some work here. I am Maurer right now. I am. I'm coming back a little bit. I'm signed for 18 and beyond that. I think you guys are going to try and dump me, but I'm not sure about <laughs> you it. You might not be signed for 18. It's budget season. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the slugging percentage battle. Uh, I'm in the lead with a 680 <laughs> slugging percentage. Dave is just behind with 664. And Judd is still mostly just hitting seeing eye singles uh, with a 379 slugging percentage. I'm so. excited for the year to end. <laughs> like with just in general? Or? I'm excited for the year to end, yes. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, fire away. All right, I will fire away with this one. The Twins will sign Brian Shaw. Oh, you took off mine. the free agent market. You took mine. I had a little doogie reporting yesterday, and I'd all put it together in the write that down pool, and I mixed it up and came up with that one. Brian Shaw will sign as a free agent with the Minnesota Twins. Wow, you took my prediction. All right, I'm going to have to go back to the old one. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. Timberwolves begin a five-game homestand tomorrow night with the Dallas Mavericks. They will sweep the homestand. Wow. That's a home run if that happens, right, Jed? That is a five-game parlay. parlay. Wolves win them all. Wow, that That's is. Right. They get Portland and Philadelphia, a couple scrappy, uh, tough teams. I mean, yeah, they'll start off with a win against Dallas, but beyond that, you just went. That's ballsy. Couple tough ones, couple uh, guys at the bottom of the okay. conference, but what will the Tibbs hell? Me- will Tibbs melt down? That's a good again. Likely, yeah. Or Johnny K. That's not being part of the prediction. I'm just, just going. I'm going to go full Wolves Kool Aid, sweep the homestand, okay. and everything's going to be all rosy. You know what's kind of amazing with how dysfunctional it feels, oftentimes watching the Wolves. You know they haven't lost more than two games in a row the entire season so far. So they've they've always answered with wins. They're four games above 500. Yeah, uh, you know they're You're right. 
they're largely getting their numbers, like Towns' double-doubles and stuff. It just, the way it looks is so, so different. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is on these Cam Newton Vikings things that we've been doing all week. The Vikings will win this game. I know the spread is, is it Vikings by two and a half, I want to say? Uh, Vikings win by at least seven points. The Vikings right. will win this game by at least seven points in Carolina. Uh, due in most part to a destructive defensive performance and Cam Newton being flustered. So, right. right. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write that down. Back to Judd. Case Keenum will finish third in the NFL MVP voting this season behind Tom Brady and Carson Wentz. Okay. So, Case Keenum will finish third in the National Football League MVP voting behind Tom Brady and Carson Wentz. Uh, I, so I will call the quarterback. Brady should be the MVP, right? Yeah. Yes, at the at the tender age of forty, he should be. It's funny how voters always look to not give the award to the clear cut best player in the league. I mean, like LeBron James should have eight MVP awards. Tom mm-hmm. Brady should have seven you're MVP. Always awards. Looking, you're always looking for the new guy. You're Doesn't always looking. Say best player. It's his valuable player. Yeah, it's open right for there. interpretation. I, I don't have anyway. Well, remember that, Dan. Okay, Laudner. Thank you. <laughs> Don't, Actually, don't, wasn't no. going full lot yeah, there, no. but I appreciate that. No, uh, Tony Romo calling the game Sunday with Jim Nance, Vikings, Panthers. On the first Vikings offensive drive, before the ball is snapped, Tony Romo will call out the play, and he will <laughs> nail it. Okay. So he'll, in some form, say, like, we got to run to the left. or right. Does know, he do that as like often or is it just a few times in game? I have never watched a full Romo game. I've only seen clips to be honest. So, okay. I'm about to find out, but he's going to do it on the first offensive drive for the Vikings. I think that's a home run. If Dave gets that right, I if think. If he gets it right, sure, why not? God, I'm down. swinging for Write it down. You like today. writing things down? Instead of resting and maybe going easy with the predictions here, you are you're going uh, going for the fences. Now, to, now the most important question is does Jim Nance open the telecast with "Hello friends?" Of course he does. That's the tagline. Hello. In friends. fact, if you wanted a home run prediction, you would predict that he wouldn't open the broadcast with "Hello, friends." So that's a, you're coming up here in a, in a you're on deck right now. Uh, write this down: <laughs> Vikings defense will have at least three sacks, at least one interception, and at least one forced fumble in the game against Carolina. Wow. So at least okay. three sacks, at least one interception, and at least one forced fumble. If they recover it, I don't know, but they will force a fumble at least against uh, the Carolina Panthers. Write it down. You like, like writing things down. I feel like that's very specific of you. It's a parlay, yep. Yeah. I think it's triple home run if it hits, if all, all right. those things hit. This came to me, and I don't know why it came to me, and I'd like to apologize uh, before I say it, because it's it's preying on fears that I shouldn't be. There, there are vulnerable people out there right now when it comes to Viking fans, and I'm about to do something to them that I shouldn't do, but I'm going to do it. Wow. Write this down. Kai Forbath will miss at least one PAT in the Vikings' first playoff game. So in the Vikings, which will probably be in the second round, Kai Forbath will miss at least one point after touchdown in that game. Will it matter? Off the record from your prediction, will it matter? Yes. <laughs> yes, it will matter. I'm not going to say oh, how, how much will it I, matter. Okay, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go as far as saying it will cost them the game, but the game will be tight. It'll be against a quality opponent. Every point will be very, very important, and the loss of that point will factor in, and and it'll it'll cause something. It'll it'll cause angst. Okay, how about that? But my prediction is he will miss at least 
He'll line up for it. You know, he's got the new, he's got the new, what he moved from the center of the field to the right hash right mark. Hash, is that no, my, no. And things have been going pretty well. Well, the pressure will be on. Doink. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Awfully negative. Okay. On Monday, we released track number one of the new songs by the Eulog album. Everyone's very excited. Most people are. At least around here. Mark, uh, write this down, and you can mark my words. Within five minutes of that song ending, when we play it for the first time, we will receive an email complaining about songs by the Eulog. So within how much? Five minutes? Five minutes of that song ending when we play it for the first time Monday, there will be an email arriving saying, you guys suck, stop doing this. Okay. I think that's, yeah, that's a bunt single that's right a, there. I was going to say, that's nothing more But the, that's fine. We'll, we'll allow it. Bunt single? Bunt I put time limit on it. Yeah, I think... No, it's still a single. People, It'll people, happen. There's a certain segment of people and some loyal listeners who constantly tweet and email us how much they hate when we do parody songs. Well, they yes. take off the five minutes then. <laughs> yeah. How about... No, we'll leave it. It's it's fine. Within five minutes. Within five minutes. Like, Write it down. You like writing things down. Worst. It's like, Jeff, stop singing. It's terrible and not funny. That email we came know. in? Yeah. I mean, why? There's some people who just... I think when it comes to like parody songs and music... I don't know if it's that people just don't like to say it's not fun and it, at least not to some degree uh, entertaining. Sports. Like, just you're talk, just just talk sports, Mac. You're taking yourself too seriously. Um, write this down. Final prediction of the week: uh, the Gopher basketball team. They have at Arkansas and then a bunch of gimmies like Drake at home, Oral Roberts, and they play Harvard at home. The Gopher basketball team has learned its lesson from losses against Miami and Nebraska. They will not lose another game until at least January 13th when they play Purdue at home. So that accounts for at Arkansas, three conference games before Purdue, and then a bunch of games that they should just win. So they're going to roll off, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, at least eight straight wins from this point forward for the Gopher basketball team to get back in business. Uh, Then then they play Purdue, and at Northwestern could be tough, but Purdue... You might want to have somebody other than Bakari Kanate coming off your. <laughs> you tell your, your guy, guy Richard that Richard uh, Bakari Kanate thing's not really working out for no, you. No, I think he's write this down. I think he's well, well aware. aware. <laughs> yeah, I think he's well aware. All right, that's it. Write that down. Predictions every week. We've got our picks at the top of the hour. Todd Furman with our Pros or Joe segment. Uh, we'll pick that Vikings Panthers game against the spread. Superstar Mike Morris in the noon, and also a game show Friday on Mackie and Judd. Mackie and Judd now continue. Come on. On 1500 ESPN. The 1500 ESPN Sports Fantasy Auction is returning this coming Tuesday, the 12th of December. It's presented in part by Abel Chiropractic, TCL, and Town Hall Brewery. Listen all day from 9 a.m. until 6 to bid on great experiences with all money raised. Benefit Encourage Kenny Rehabilitation Institute. During Mackie and Judd, you can bid on, well, the chance to co-host Saturday Sports Talk for a day, plus lunch following this show, or four tickets to a Wolves game in the TCL Theater Box with Mackie and Judd, plus a 65-inch TCL C-Series TV and team autographed ball. That's a lot in that package. All the details and everything up for auction, 1500ESPN.com, keyword courage. It's going to be a fun fun opportunity to go up against my pal, you know, um, it's going to be fun. We're going to compete, and it's going to be a good day. You know, I think we're going to expect them to, to rush the pass uh, pretty well. So um, it's something that we have to uh, to work on, to expect, and uh, and uh, be ready to get the ball out. 
Uh, so in the spirit of what we talked about off the top of the show, that you sometimes don't get a second crack at a wide open window to to make some noise when you're when you're an NFL team, unless you have that Hall of Fame quarterback. And the Vikings don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. They have a really good emerging Case Keenum and a and a great defense right now. And there are no guarantees that Case Keenum will be this again next year. There are no guarantees that Pat Shermer will be your offensive coordinator. But right now, everything is clicking. And right now, Aaron Rodgers is out of the playoffs. And Matt Ryan might be out of the playoffs. And Russell Wilson is carrying a depleted defense. Uh I mean, you have a path here. And the teams you're going to be going against, Carson Wentz is a second-year quarterback. He might not be ready to, to, to go all the way through the NFC. So... With with that in mind and with the spirit of a great opportunity in in front of the Vikings here, as fans and followers of the team, what do you think we may, in the heat of it, be taking for granted? Like what if if we could say, let's not let's let's uh be mindful of this Vikings team. Let's let's be in the now with yes. this Vikings team. What shouldn't we take for granted with this Vikings team? Let's also realize past things where we sat there and complained constantly and now they're good and we're like, "Well, of course they're good." Well, no. For a long time they weren't. Let me give you one for uh, or actually let me give you two one from each side. Offensively, this is very subtle, but I think it's very very important. Keenum's ability to move and that's not just scramble. I'm saying to move in the pocket, to shuffle around. The offensive line has played, I think, really, really well. But if you watch Keenum, his subtle ability to to duck sacks or to move just slightly to his left or right and continue, continue to survey the field and find guys is really impressive. And we have seen a lot of examples of QBs, some who some who can move, who still don't have that sense. Keenum's ability to sense pressure and avoid that is a gift. And you can have an athletic quarterback who can move, but he doesn't necessarily sense pressure. And he gets sacked a lot, and he gets pressured unnecessarily because of, of that. So offensively, I think it's a very small thing that that you see, and you're like, well, of course he he ducked. Well, no, we've seen a lot of guys not duck and get sacked. Uh, defensively, it's bigger to me. Um, it's, it's Xavier Rhodes' play. At cornerback. I mean, how many years in this town did we watch secondary play? But how many years in this town did we watch cornerbacks just get filleted? How many times did we see Rodgers or Favre before that or take your pick? Mm -hmm. Just destroy Marcus McCauley, Asher Allen, uh, and just basically said, what the hell just happened there? It was a lot. And Xavier Rhodes... Rhodes is hard to appreciate in some ways, I think, because you, you do have a lot of teams that just don't throw his way. And so then then you start to become focused on Trey Waynes. Well, they're picking on Trey Waynes. Well, they're doing that because they won't throw at Rhodes. Mm-hmm. But the ability to take away Julio Jones. I mean, think about, let's go back six years now. And let's say it's, it's McCauley playing against Jones. Julio Jones on Sunday gets 10 catches. 120 yards, two touchdowns. I think it becomes very easy to take for granted that there is a side of the field that a lot of weeks quarterbacks don't throw at. Yeah, I would uh, I would add this one to the don't take it for granted list as we watch this 10 and 2 Vikings team and a and a big chance here the next couple months. The Atlanta Falcons lost Kyle Shanahan to a head coaching job, 37 years old. He was their offensive coordinator for 2 years and then he went to San Francisco. And don't discount the loss of Kyle Shanahan for the gap between how good the Falcons' offense was last year and where it's at this year. 
It's a very good offense this year. It was a lights-out offense last year. And Matt Ryan's been a very good quarterback throughout his entire career. He was the MVP last year. And that's in part because of Kyle Shanahan, or maybe in large part because of Kyle Shanahan. And so don't take for granted Pat Shermer. Yes, Case Keenum deserves praise. Rick Spielman fixed the offensive line. Mike Zimmer, head coach, all these things. But the ability of Pat Shermer to mold everything together and to highlight the strengths and to just to just scheme open, you know, the Jarek McKinnons, uh, you know, at the three yard line yeah, for that, a touchdown. A touchdown and, pass last week is a perfect example. And to yes. squeeze as much toothpaste out of the Case Keenum and Sam Bradford tube that he has this season. In fact, the Vikings quarterbacks collectively, if you take Sam Bradford's first game and then combine it with mostly Case Keenum, uh, I believe they are fourth or fifth in total passer rating. Mm-hmm. And that's with a couple of big time question marks at quarterback. So I, I just don't I don't want to take one of the best scheming offensive coordinators in the NFL for granted or just dismiss him as, oh, I mean, like he failed in Cleveland. Let's take that off his resume and then go look at what he was with Philadelphia when Nick Foles out of nowhere through like 27 touchdowns and two picks, if I recall correctly, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. He is no joke as an offensive coordinator. And sometimes you think these guys are kind of interchangeable. Oh, man, like you know, offensive coordinator got a head coaching job. You know, Just go get another offensive coordinator. They're not as replaceable. There's right. there's like 25 guys who are sort of, you could, you could change them out and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. The Patriots have had that throughout the years because they have Tom Brady, but that's not the case with Pat Shermer. I would say the, the one thing that, that we as fans have become really susceptible to now is this uh, quarterback credit. Blaming the quarterback for all that goes wrong or crediting them for the entire thing. I mean, the Keenum discussion is is silly in this sense. Case Keenum's done a fantastic job of doing what's been asked of him, and, and he has attributes which the Vikings have used very well. But if you've ever had an offense that is well run and the personnel is right, and I'm not talking one position, I'm talking the entire thing, it's these guys. I mean, Phil, this goes back to to why we talked about Peterson so much previously and said his style of play doesn't work now. It wasn't because we couldn't stand the guy. It was because you watched him play and you said to yourself, there was a time period where he was the perfect type of player. But look at how this offense operates as a whole. So not just Keenum, the entire thing, the play calling, the Mm -hmm. offensive line. I think because, because you've got a handful of QBs who are unbelievable and they win, we now default back to well, it's got to be the, it's got to be the QB. If it's not the QB, well, the QB is very important. But the Vikings are a poster child for saying when you have an offense that works this well together, it's not just one guy. It's it's an entire system, and it's the play calling for that system. Yep. Uh, so a lot more Vikings. We're going to get into uh, our NFL picks here in about a half hour, including Vikings and Panthers. Uh, Judd, you and Collar, we'll get to this in the eleven o'clock hour too. Spent a large chunk of the last Purple podcast, putting yourselves in the shoes of opposing defensive coordinators and, and just opposing coaches, mm-hmm. how would you stop the Vikings? If you were to scheme, what, what's the best game plan to stop the Vikings? And also superstar Mike Morris in the noon. Dave Harrigan's got some stuff for us next. I do. A lot of fringe things off Thursday night football last night, and we'll have uh, this week in local government. That sounds very intriguing, yes. Mackie and Judd now continue. Wow, guess what I've always wanted? A 15 ESPN. Stuff You Should Know About is sponsored by Advance Auto Parts. Whether you're looking to change your air filter or replace your brakes, you'll find the parts you need and knowledgeable team members ready to help at Advance Auto Parts. Let's get you back on the road. Woo! 
In sports, there's a lot of stuff you should simply be aware of. There was stuff going on that no one talked about. That's pretty heavy stuff. Let me show you some stuff. I don't do that stuff no more. This stuff can give you brain damage. And then there's the stuff you should know about. Lots of great stuff. This is the fun stuff. I love this stuff. Good stuff. Man, this stuff's good. This is that kind of stuff. I want to check that stuff out. Mackie and Judd now continues. This is very serious stuff we're talking about here. With stuff you should know about. I've been waiting for stuff all morning long, Dave Harrigan. Really? That exciting, I'm very excited for stuff. Well, let's start with uh, a lot of the shenanigans from last night's football game. First, Darren Ravel posting on Twitter the fact that you could get two hot dogs, a hamburger, two orders of waffle fries, and two unlimited sodas for, guess how much money? 20 bucks. Yeah, it's really reasonable. $19. There, nice. You could hand him a 20 and still get one back at Atlanta. And that... Brought to mind, you know, the other great concession news last night in Atlanta. Do you realize last night was the only time all season a Falcons fan could get a Chick-fil-A sandwich at the Chick-fil-A in the new Mercedes-Benz? Oh, that's the only one, huh? That was the only one. The only non-Sunday game. Did they not think about that when they decided to partner with Chick-fil-A? Is that going to be a thing now? They probably realized there's a lot of other events going on at the Mercedes-Benz Dome throughout the year, but... Yeah, every other home game has been on a Sunday unless they play a Saturday home playoff game, mm. perhaps. Got to wait for uh, Metallica to come through on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Didn't stuff expose the fact, though, that, that the whole Georgia Dome cheap concessions is also a product of the fact that that they don't sell single-game tickets, and so it's all all the people paying, like, the, the big fees in the first place who are getting the good deals. I thought yeah. stuff brought that oh, up. They're, they're, there's definitely, I mean, they're like making it, their but... money back elsewhere, but at least they're not like, you know, U.S. Bank Stadium, where they charge the fees and giant amounts for concessions. So, I guess that's a good thing. Uh, before the game last night, if you looked up in the uh, sky around Mercedes-Benz Dome in Atlanta, you could have seen a plane, a little single-engine deal, just flying circles around downtown Atlanta with a message being dragged behind it. All it said was, 28-3, to 3. never forget. Wow. <laughs> Impressive trolling. It's still continuing. <laughs> That's amazing. It's been almost a year, and I think they've. I think they feel bad now. Such a great meltdown, though. Such an epic meltdown. And perhaps Sean Payton wants to continue his trolling. Did you see his sideline moment last night? Very visibly and audibly, if you caught the right uh, piece of audio, hands around his throat as he's directing his voice towards Devontae Freeman, Falcons running back, screaming, "Choke! Choke! You choke!" Payton asked about it after the game. Video of you giving choke sign. I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> of course. I don't know what I you're talking know. about. Of course he doesn't. I got no uh, idea. I, know. I must have blacked out. Really not sure what that was all about. Let's talk about the rich getting richer. Giancarlo Stanton reportedly saying, I don't want to go to the Giants. I don't really want to go to the Cardinals. You know, I think the Yankees and, and Dodgers, that might be the place for me. Let's work out a trade. Okay, if it has to be the Cubs or... You know, the Astros, I guess that's fine, too. But Yankees, Dodgers, that's that's where I want to go. You know, if you're him, you have all of the leverage. First of all, he's going to make $300 million or whatever it is. It's like 20, 250 or $300 million, no matter where he plays. And so he's going to full note trade. What an amazing contract. Like oh, a full note trade and $300 million. And he can yes. just pick where he wants to play. And uh, Derek Jeter's Marlins are going to have to take a bath on the return. How about the Twins make a phone call? What do you think? (laughs) 
Marlins contract comes off the well, books. Actually, if you were willing, if you're the Twins and you call the Marlins and say, we will take on that entire contract, we'll pay the whole thing off, you probably wouldn't, wouldn't have to send them nearly as much as what we're thinking off the top, right? For a prospect? No, if you if you'll eat all that no, money. No, I said if you would eat the entire contract, which most teams won't, but let's just say that you would, what would you have to send to the Marlins? Yeah, I mean they. I think uh, even with the D Gordon contract, the Mar- so the the Marlins traded D Gordon yesterday, mm-hmm. and there's like two or three years left. It's not nearly as lucrative as the Giancarlo Stanton contract, and the Marlins are still going to have to eat some of that, and then didn't get as good of prospects in return. But how bad are the Marlins wanting to be next year? Like, do they want to win a game? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, three or four, probably. <laughs> I mean, they're going full Astros yeah. here. You know, they've been around since 1993, and they've been to the playoffs twice, and I both times it. they've won the World Series. <laughs> immediately torn down. Yep. These are my favorite hockey stories. Stories like last night from St. Louis. Tyler Stewart, familiar with him? St. Louis Blues. I've heard of him. Yeah. No, you haven't. Uh, oh, because I read this. Oh, well, maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah. I just got... No, I, I read the story. It's great. He joined the St. Louis yes. Blues okay. yesterday. By day, he is typically a yes. vending machine worker. He goes around and fills or services vending machines. Mm-hmm. But he's that guy, that lucky guy that happened to play goalie as a junior hockey player oh years God. ago. And the Blues backup got hurt in warm-ups, and they needed a guy, so they had to call the AHL guy up, but he couldn't be there in time for the game. So Mr. Stewart gets the call in the afternoon and says, yep, I'm coming right down to the arena, signs a contract, gets jersey number 88, and gets to sit on the bench for almost the full first period until the backup goalie arrives, and Jake Allen pitched the shutout, so they didn't need him. But this was the interview he had with Fox Sports Midwest. You're a season ticket holder, too. I know you spent time skating with the Blues in the past, but how big of a throw was this for you? It was crazy. I mean, completely out of the blue. Just got home from work, and I got a call, and, I mean, obviously I jumped all over it. How nervous were you throughout the afternoon? Um, honestly, I wasn't that nervous because I skated them before. It was just more of, like, surreal just coming out, like, of the tunnel. Like, I've seen it a thousand times, and it was just like, wow, like, never seen it before like that, you know? Sports fans dream. So, uh, how much money does he make for one day as the backup goalie? Oh, I have that's probably a, a prorated like yeah, league minimum contract, yeah, right? So probably. It's a pretty, pretty nice paycheck. Do you guys recall? I believe it was two years ago. Um, Henrik uh, Henrik Lundstrom, Lund- Lundquist, Lundquist got hurt. Lundstrom's good too. I've heard and of him. Lundstrom, and so they brought. Lundberg? So they had to go get. Was, was it the Hamlin goal? To, some backup goaltender who had played at Hamlin or something. Yeah, something. And he like sat that, yeah. on, on the bench. It's a great. It's a great thing. It's a great story. So but. I have a dumb hockey question. Yeah. Is it are, is a team an NHL team really better off with guy who works in vending, <laughs> who who played hockey ten years ago or yeah. played goalie ten years ago, than like a backup defenseman to put the pads on and stand in net. Is that really the, ba- I think the backup better defenseman might say, "I ain't doing that. I am well, playing that's goaltender. So, I'm playing goaltender." So backup defenseman would rather have like Joe Blow from yeah, let, let him from absorb the Pepsi the... machine. Okay, so here's my question. Either way, you're hosed. So just don't get one of your guys hurt. I guess I am in no way trying to offend people who work in the, the business that oh, this guy anyway. does. Do it. Come on, the vending machine business. But if you have season tickets to the Blues. That's pretty expensive. So, like, I wonder if he's splitting a ticket. Because if he's got tickets, you know, all by himself, he's making a pretty good salary in the vending machine business. That's not a bad thought. I mean, I'm just 
saying somebody might be out there and be like vending machines. Why would I want to do that? Well, if you could buy season tickets to the Blues or the Wild, might be a good job. Not to mention, if you're filling the machines, you could probably sneak a Three Musketeers for lunch. You don't have to buy a lunch ever. <laughs> just, I love. I mean, who's gonna know? Do you guys like Three Musketeers? Love no. Three Musketeers. No. Oh, that was oh, my favorite. Know, man. Highly overrated. I don't. They're too oh, too chewy. It's a no. little uh... big on chocolate, not on fat. <laughs> <laughs> Too chewy. Let's check in on the L.A. City Council as we were hearing arguments about the possible ban on house parties. You're kidding me. What up, Council? My name is Chad Kroger. Um, I'm an activist and house party enthusiast. <laughs> Over the past week, I've been in a state of deep despair upon hearing the news that L.A. is trying to outlaw house parties in the Hollywood Hills. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. My first introduction to manhood came when the captain of my water polo team, Boomer Kingsley, asked me to shotgun a tall can of Bud Light in front of the whole squad at his end-of-the-season bash. His parents were in Tahoe at the time, so we tore that weekend up. It was epic, and I was super stoked. My newfound confidence gave me the courage to ask out the most popular girl in school, Lauren Stockholder, to prom that year. She rejected me, and I had to go with Stacy McMillan. But I didn't care because I was so amped on chugging with my boys. That's what house parties do. Raging at house parties is the truth. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, can you play the first five seconds again real quick? Did you hear who he said his his name was? What up, council? My name is Chad Kroger. You guys know who Chad Kroger is? Leader of Nickelback. Lead singer of Nickelback. It's the greatest ever. I don't care. As I told Dave. But I didn't care because I was looking forward to chugging with my bros. You got your buddy Boomer, captain of the water pool. Poor Stacy McMillan. Yep. I mean, she realizes now she was the second choice to the prom. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully they had that conversation before this went viral. Here's what makes it so great, though. What I loved about this is, is, yes, it's an act. I get that. But the fact that he really went somewhere and did this. Is what makes it so genius to me. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that he actually went and for what, whatever the time span was in front of the LA City Council people <laughs> gave them the guy's like, okay, thank you. So, so how does that work? It's so Cal Borat. Oh, yes. it is. Yeah. Yes, it's great. So, can anyone just go with. Evidently. If you have a gripe of some kind or you want to propose something, they have to give you your 60 seconds? Yes. Clear, clearly, because they gave it to him and then they like <laughs> cut him right off. I love how he <laughs> Thank you. Him. Naming people. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Uh, we are less than 15 minutes away from our weekly NFL picks with Todd Furman. It's a game show Friday, so stay tuned to figure out how you can win some prizes. Superstar Mike Morris, Mackie, and Judd. Phil Mackie, Judd Zolgad. I think it's false advertising, and the FCC should do something about it. Mackie and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Boys, we got a new football coach in town. I'm sure excited about this one. Yeah, defense should be good. Yeah, clock management might be a little bit of a problem, but we can work on that. No need to sweat the details. I tell you what, I believe in him. Tracy Clays, he's going to be a good one. You better watch out. We got a new guy. Runs motion at the goal line and bleeds the clock dry. Tracy Clays is coming to town. Tracy Clays is coming to town. Tracy Clays is coming to town. He used to assist. His defense was grand. He's got a girl's name now. 
the man. Tracy Clays is coming to town. Tracy Clays is coming to town. Tracy Clays is coming to town. Oh, yeah. A close game against Michigan. Victories sure are great. You better watch out. We got a new guy. Runs motion at the goal line and bleeds the clock dry. Tracy Clays is coming to town. Tracy Clays is coming to town. Tracy Clays is coming to town. Yes. Another classic song by the U-Log from Volume 1. Good news, Volume 3 drops on Monday. That's a top or three. Or bad news for some that's of you. That's a top three, right? Boudreaux, top three, so. that's a top three. We'll, uh, we'll, start, we'll release some of the old classics, too, on our social media accounts, in case you're new to the show the last couple of years. Uh, that was Tracy Clay's is coming to town. Uh, is there a second L.A. council meeting bro that was just sent to us that we can play? We have received word that, <laughs> okay. yes, there indeed is. Okay. <laughs> I mean, identify yourself. <laughs> What up, Council? My name is JT Parr. I am also here to defend parties in the Hollywood Hills. I grew up like most kids, worried I couldn't bench two plates, that I wouldn't fit in, that I wouldn't find love. Then I discovered partying, and suddenly all those worries went to the wayside. I didn't need love. I had keg stands. I discovered I was great at raging, and it revealed wonderful things about myself. I could relate to bros, regardless of what kind of bro they were. I could be at a party and moon people and everyone would laugh, you know, be witty. Or I could play beer pong and compete with real integrity. In short, I fulfilled my potential. If you outlaw house parties, you may keep the volume down, but an externality is that you may keep people from bonding. America needs bonding. People need to put aside their differences and find common joy. There's no more effective environment for that than a freaking rager. This is the best exemplified in me and Chad's relationship. We were star-crossed. He a surfer, me a bodyboarder. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to welcome you. America needs bonding. There's no better way than a freaking rager. <laughs> Couldn't bench too. Oh, man. This is one of the greatest bits ever. <laughs> Dude. We need our listeners oh. to show up to Minneapolis St. Paul Council meetings on behalf of the Mackey and Judd show and fight for the voiceless. Fight, That's what we need. Fight for the long-term survival of AM radio. <laughs> yes. Nothing better to bond people than AM radio. Picks with Furman next, including Vikings Panthers.